0: 54321. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Paul here, realestatepodcastshow.com. I have the very um, esteemed pleasure of welcome welcoming someone back who's been on the podcast once before. Uh, but we've also got something uh, much different to talk about this time around because Uh, There's some big news just came out recently uh, via the CBC uh, talking about Saskatchewan. So I have Chris Gorette, the CEO of the Saskatchewan Realtors Association, uh, joining me for uh, your second visit. To the podcast. And I'm not saying keep numbers, but I know they used to do that on the tonight show, where people would say this is my 10th time, or this is whatever. So I think you're my uh, one of my one of my rare second guests so far, because it's still early in the show. So welcome back, Chris.
1: Oh, thanks, Paul. It's a real pleasure. Thanks for the invitation.
0: Yeah, wonderful. Again, thank you for the time. And again, it's Friday. Um, I don't know about your temperature, but it's like it's Florida hot here in Toronto. So uh, everybody would rather be outside. So maybe that's you. I, I know it'll be me after all this. Uh, but today I want to talk about something that just came up. Uh, I believe it was early June. It was, in the, it was in the news. And again, I know you've talked about it a few places, just not here yet. So um, Saskatchewan has now taken the number one spot as the most affordable city in Canada. So I want to get your feedback on um, your thoughts on this. And uh, of course, what people need to know, because, you know, when they're looking of where to go uh, across the country, one of the first things they say is, well, you know, where, where where's my money going to go the furthest. So uh, again, I want to get your uh, feedback on, on this development.
1: Yeah. Well, I think how you ended your question in terms of, where is my money going to go the furthest? That's the important piece. So just because housing is maybe priced differently across the country, I wouldn't use housing on its own as an affordability metric at all. Okay. Um, because you also need to consider average salaries, how the economy is doing, and frankly, what does a what does the housing continuum in that area look like? Right. So what kind of amenities come mm. with? Uh, the homes in that area.
0: The lifestyle um, being as important as the, you know, the home, the the home experience, right? Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Completely.
1: So to me, uh, although uh, at the current time, we can say that uh, we are the most affordable, I don't think we can yet say that I think we need to look at a number of metrics. And um, I don't have that in front of me right now. So I wouldn't be able to say but I always caution people in terms of yeah, it's how much can can you buy, but how much can you also make? And um, is that sustainable as well in those cities and in that province? So, you know, we're seeing some recent shifts across the country right now, uh, especially with the interest rates rising. Um, and we're seeing some pretty big impacts in places like Ontario, British Columbia, Prince Edward Island surprisingly in Nova Scotia, places like that and mm-hmm. uh, Saskatchewan, for some reason. Um, uh, we have, the, the impact hasn't been as, as large as big. We haven't seen the jumps and we yeah. haven't seen the dips. Okay. So I think there's, I think there's something there.
0: Okay. So it could be something in the water. could be something in the air, but something is keeping you guys, um, level. So you haven't had, cause, again. I don't have your stats in front of me, but I'm pretty sure, you know, them verbatim without even on a, you know, without even being on the board behind you. Um, so from two years ago, again, from from what I read recently, it's 295 as the average selling price is now. What was it approximately two years ago, just out of curiosity?
1: Um, well, you know, we haven't seen the double digit increases that have been seen across the country. So yep. our, our housing, our benchmark prices absolutely have been going up month after month uh, over the past three years, but okay. we have not seen the jumps. Uh, and so Uh, You know, if we say that we've been anywhere, depending on the municipality, you know, three to 10% uh, higher compared Mm -hmm. to last year, because you've heard me say it, housing is uberly local, right? So what's happening in Regina may not be what's happening in Saskatoon and vice versa. Uh, And so we just haven't seen those jumps. We've seen very steady increases month over month. Uh, and we've seen very steady decreases month over month on the amount of inventory available, which you know mm-hmm. is uh, has been seen across the country. Um, but that's what concerns us the most, actually, it's that inventory, and we're keeping a really watchful eye on that. In fact, in Saskatchewan, we've actually uh, collaborated with a total of well, total of five groups mm-hmm. uh, to call it Saskatchewan Housing Continuum Network so that we could really collectively keep a sharp eye on this and help you know, our province and our municipalities build some really smart uh, housing policies uh, and keep an eye on that. And so we've built that continuum. It's with uh, both home builder associations in Saskatoon Regina Habitat for Humanity Saskatchewan the landlord association for the province and ourselves so you can see that it's like a wide array uh, of associations that represent the housing continuum not just home ownership but Mm -hmm. all kind of housing because we do know that we are right at a cliff right now we we our shortage is becoming very (sighs) acute so we did the math we did our first research together i don't know if you saw it um but If we are to follow our growth plan, the Saskatchewan government has a growth plan for this province Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, for objectives, they have 30 some different objectives to get us to 2030. And if we're to follow those population objectives, it means that we would need to build 95 to 141,000 units in the next eight years. And okay. so for provinces like yours, it's like, okay, what does that mean? Right. Well, in Saskatchewan for the 30 year period, starting in 1990, mm-hmm. we've built over 98 units. So that gives you an idea of scope, right? We need to put, you know, almost the same amount of units into an eight year period that we've built over 30 years. So you just said, and, so
0: let me get the numbers right. 98,000 yeah. over 30 years. Over 30 years. 30 and years. there was
1: some phenomenal growth in those periods, especially I don't
0: know about you guys, but in Ontario is when like the early 70s is when all the uh, affordable housing was built all the all the all the um, the the communities in in our in our city, like it was all in the 70s. And then it dropped like a stone to the 90s. So in your case, yeah, 90,000 units built uh, up until now. And then the target is you said 90 to 140?
1: 95 to 141,000. 95 to
0: 145 in the next eight years. years. (laughs) So who came up with that number out of curiosity? Because it seems like it's it's very ambitious. Yeah,
1: it's very ambitious. Yeah. And let me tell you why we did a scale. So it was this housing continuum network, you know, we came together and Uh, We are, what we focus on is very high level. So we all know that we were talking about inventory, but in order to really talk about policy ideas, which will be our second report, we really needed to determine what that goalpost was and agree on it. Mm -hmm. So the scale 95 to 141,000, 95 is if we maintain the number of units per thousand people in our province, and many agree that that's not sufficient right now, but if we just maintain our current standard, We still have to build 95,000 units. If we want to go with the OECD average, which is the Organization of Economic Cooperation and Development, um, which many provinces actually follow that. The maritime provinces have that benchmark and it seems to be working well. Then we need to build 141,000 units. So it's just to say there's a scale there and we can debate on which one is good for Saskatchewan. But at the end of the day, we still needed a scale and that's what that was. So now we have good. people's attention, right? In Absolutely. terms of here's the goalpost. Yeah. Now are you going to listen? Because now we have to really have some smart housing policies to help with that. Cause I'm not convinced that um, being the most affordable province is right for our economy. I know that, Mm -hmm. um, but I also don't, the house price is not an affordability metric at the end of the day.
0: Well said, well said there, again, there, there is so much more um, to the equation and, and having moved people again to your province, uh, to Alberta recently, to, you know, and, and of course, a lot over on the other side in, in New Brunswick and PEI, um, more so the last few years than probably I have in all 22 years, um, just because of the fact that, uh, again, things were changing in people's lives, uh, literally were changing um, overnight. And they just decided, a lot of them, to, you know, take on that remote work lifestyle. Uh, and and yep. become nomads, as they called them, uh, and start new places and, and and start, you know, start new history. So that's why I got interested in, uh, again, Saskatchewan so much and talking to you the first time. Um, and of course, again, it's sort of an ongoing thing. Whenever anybody brings up Saskatchewan, I automatically send them the link to our first talk. Uh, and now they're going to get Thank the you. second. Yeah, well, of course, because um, it's, it's far better, again, those of you, especially you uh, who who knows, again, you know, your, your, your province so well, and you know, the systems. uh, And of course, again, you know, what, what's, what's really going on behind the scenes. And that's the whole point for me of this whole podcast was uh, to bring people into these boardrooms and into these, you know, these discussions, because we, I mean, we could have had this discussion, maybe at a conference or something, like, you know, say, Hi, how are you? We talk a few minutes, and then it, you know, it's over. And, and, and yeah. if, if you if you've been to con- I know you've been to many conferences, you have probably had some really great discussions that, man, I wish there was a microphone on. Um, but, you know, again, I've had all those too and I and I didn't think about it at the time. And now uh, I get to do this. So I kind of get to record uh, these c- these moments of brilliance was what I call them, because, again, people, <laughs> uh, I think, need to do not just Google, you know, moving to Saskatchewan, because, of course, they're going to. Uh, and they're probably going to get a whole bunch of stuff, including Saskadelphia, uh, the, the the (laughs) tragically hip comes up in that search. It's, it's, it's awesome that it does, um, but anyways, that, that's a side conversation. Um, so yeah, so basically, I think that, uh, again, it's it's good for people to know all the stuff you're talking about. Uh, and I guess basically what I'd say just to sort of, you know, do a simple wrap up uh, of this discussion is what would you, again, what what advice would you give this time around now that uh, I guess it's been a year since we first talked about things and the market was what it is. It'll be different next year. Um, so what what advice would you give someone, uh, you know, a close friend a friend, a loved one, uh, someone you care about, what would you tell them if they were thinking about, uh, again, moving to Saskatchewan?
1: Well, I would say don't move somewhere for the price of the house. I think it's a key ingredient, but you need to look at the amenities and you need to look at uh, the economy and how it's, how it's humming along. Right. And, and same thing with the average salary. What are the jobs like? What are the industries that seem to be thriving in those communities? And, and, you know, Paul, my opinion hasn't changed to last year when I was on, uh, on your podcast is I still think Saskatchewan is a really great place to move, raise a family, start a business. And I'm a huge fan of Saskatchewan. I mean, I, I moved to Saskatchewan for those reasons.
0: Um, exactly and- why I'm asking, because you're not a rookie. You're not, you weren't born and raised <laughs> there. And if you were, that's fine, but you've actually done the move. So yeah. you have some degree of, um, I think, extra credibility, because you've actually moved there. And you know, you started your new life there. So I think, again, your your advice, I think, uh, comes in without, you know, and and again, you could easily be promoting Saskatchewan, you know, like left, right and center, you know, make, you know, don't hesitate. But um, I I like the idea that you're telling people to sort of stop and think and don't just look at the numbers. It's kind of like when someone's doing a mortgage, and they only look at the interest rate, but they don't look at the fine, you know, the fine, Term, the, what do you call it? The, uh, what's it called? The fine writing? What's it called? The small?
1: The, the small print, maybe? small print.
0: That's the word. I, I Again, I, yeah. I, say, I say it in different ways, so I forget the way. So when they don't look at the small print, they realize that there's all these other things that are locking them yeah. into these. Uh, and of course, mortgage. Uh, I, I brought that up to people. I don't know if everybody knows what it means, but it actually is uh, death contract in French. Yeah. And, and not everybody knows that until I bring it up. They're like, does that, is it really what that means? Um, yes, it's a death contract, which is, you know, not someone, you know, hey, congratulations on your first death contract. Uh, it's not, it's not the way it's said, but it's important for you to know that, you know, again, all the things about a mortgage, again, different podcasts uh, that you need to know. But uh, thank you so much, uh, Chris, for your time today. I know it's Friday uh, and it's not four o'clock where you are. It's actually two o'clock where you are. It's two o'clock. 2.30 ish. Uh, so it's almost the end of your week. So I wanted to just to say thank you so much for squeezing me in today. Um, and uh, I definitely look forward to, uh, again, perhaps uh, connecting again on the next uh, on the next sort of Saskatchewan news cycle, which it just came up. And I didn't actually plan for it to be a one year um, waiting turn. So it might be it might be a one year or it might be six months, depending on, uh, you know, the news cycles, I guess <laughs> they'll they'll decide for us. But you're anytime. welcome. You're definitely welcome back on any time because I know there's other topics that we were kind of talking about, talking yes. about, but we're not talking about them right now. Uh, so perhaps <laughs> we can talk about them later and uh, uh, give people something to look forward to. But again, thanks so much again for your time, Chris. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you so much, Paul. I'm I'm always going to say yes if you ask.
0: Well, that's a wonderful thing to hear. And again, it's uh, uh, it's the reason why. Again, I I. I'm I'm enjoying doing this show. Uh, The more I'm still learning how to do it, uh, because everything about learning about podcasting is ongoing, and I'm still uh, an independent um, startup podcast guy, like it's just me, it's my show. Um, But again, having amazing guests, I think makes it so, uh, so rewarding. So thank you so much for uh, taking the time to join me. Thanks. Have a great weekend and okay. happy Father's Day. Oh, thank you so much. And to, uh, and to your husband as well. And uh, any other fathers, of course, that are listening, um, fathers in your family, uh, fathers out there. Uh, same thing goes. Happy Father's Day weekend to everybody. Thanks again, Chris.
1: Thanks, Paul.